1: with Drunk, I'm your hostess Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Mark. Sheen, Washable.
2: Yep. The Mask Christmas Massey.
0: And the Rat of a Red Baron. You
2: know. Boom.
0: Crash. A, a very uninspired flight from myself. <laughs> Not welcome away. to a...
2: Welcome to a messed up episode of GSWD.
0: Yeah, yeah
2: kind of on a fly here. That's all right. These are more fun anyways.
0: Yeah, doing a little bit different. Had to, had to call an audible. Yep. <laughs> and as such, we are missing...
2: What, what was the really funny name we came up with him like three weeks
0: ago? Does anybody remember? Um, Jeez, he has so many. Stuff. It was a... It wasn't Double Stuffed Souls, was it?
2: No. <laughs> oh, <that's pretty> good.
0: <laughs> I do recall this, the Stuffed part, but I don't remember what it was. Stuffed,
2: oh, do you stuffed Waffle Souls.
0: Ah, there it is. <laughs> well, that's what it was.
2: <laughs> uh, we are absent Stuffed Waffle Souls. And, yeah. You guys want to talk about the Julio trade heating up. Sounds like they might actually get a first pick for him. Julio for Aaron Rodgers. Make it up.
3: Listen, I, I mean, I know the the show we talked about it is lost, but the Packers should have already made this
1: trade like yep. three weeks ago. What, Julio for Rodgers?
3: No, just the first round for Julio and, and try and make Rodgers smile. Like, they, Man, they I can't do that. Ball.
1: can't do that because then how are they going to draft the quarterback next year if they don't have a first-round pick?
0: <laughs> they have a formula. Don't you realize that? It's true. Uh, does anyone else have a starting lineup besides me?
1: Uh, I, I I don't know if I'm going to get to it due to some uh, outside forces, but I do have a granola brand
0: oh, very from good.
1: our friends at Blackhawk.
0: Well, when the chips are down and, uh, and you lost two shows in... in... In two weeks, it's it's time to go for the hard stuff. And from the Riddler collection, uh, the Highland Pack yeah. Twelve, Viking Honor. <laughs> it's gonna pop the seal on this bad boy. Make that four fingers.
2: Oh, you haven't had that yet?
0: Nope. Make that four fingers.
3: <laughs> like we ain't going it's... soft. <laughs> oh, yes. I say I uh I am not having a beverage this evening.
0: Glass of water, perhaps? Oh, I know. I have a bottle of water here. Hey, that's just as good.
2: I don't don't even have a bottle of water near me, which is very odd for me because I usually carry one at all times. Usually in my back pocket. Right Mm -hmm. next to the
1: bag scratcher. Exactly. (laughs) And the slice of bologna. (laughs) And
2: the HDMI. Messi also carries a sprinkle of MSG everywhere he goes. <laughs> you joke, but that's serious.
3: Just a couple of spare bologna slices.
2: What are you going to do when you're in the need for a munch on the go? Some good stuff exactly. right there. So, we want to talk about uh, Russell Westbrook getting popcorn dumped on him and Trey Young getting spit up.
1: Trey Young deserved it.
2: Westbrook didn't. I've why did Trae Young Go ahead, Bass. Paul, oh, why did Trey Young deserve it? Because he's gross looking. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, speaking of gross looking, did you guys hear the chant that they were doing? Yeah, you uh, were bald. Trae is balding. <laughs> Trey is balding.
3: That's pretty funny.
2: It was hysterical. It was through the entire
0: freaking statement.
3: They but said, that guy uh, also makes way more
0: money than, like, the whole stadium. Spike Lee was really behind that chant. <laughs> like, they were
2: handing out pamphlets at the entrance to the game to say, this is our chant tonight, this is what we're going to sing. Which is just a different level of commitment. I'm really proud of the Knicks for that. Well, the Knicks fans, at least.
3: So, so does anyone else think the Knicks are going to be really bad next year? <laughs>
2: The what?
3: That the Knicks will just be real bad again next year.
2: No, I think that they're looking upwards.
0: I mean, th- this was for sure a surprise. I think there was expectations of them being better. Um, there's a lot of veteran presence, but I don't know. Th- this could just be like a, a one-time thing, like like Massey you're saying. It's 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 a tough read. Um. Is I just don't know. In... Uh, guest, guest by Rita. What? Sorry, Kendall. I miss. What'd you say?
2: <laughs> I said special guest appearance by oh, yeah. Rita in the background. Uh, yeah. I'm in forever. Sorry. Continue on as you're saying, Kendall.
0: Uh, just, just that, and, and Paul could speak on it better than I. Just that, it doesn't seem like they have. A formula like to build on for next year. It seems like, hey, they slapped together a team for this year that just happened to make the playoffs. I don't know. Who are you talking about? Uh, the Knicks. What
1: are you talking about?
0: So, it kind of... Mark was saying, do you think the team is... the Knicks are just going to be bad next year?
1: Uh, no. no. I mean, what, Matt? Siri, computer. Yeah. What's Julius Randle's
2: uh, contract? Give me three seconds, talk
0: about it as you're going. <laughs> Julius Randle is uh, uh powered by mini Three
2: year contract in twenty nineteen, so twenty twenty one after next year.
1: Okay, so I mean so
2: I mean he's been I mean
1: he's the most improved player in the league this year. Um regardless of even even if he didn't win the award, he still should have like given, been given that title. Um, I mean, I don't know what Derrick Rose's contract is like, but I mean, they have the the young pieces. I mean, RJ Barrett is a big part of that team. I mean, I think that they definitely benefited uh, from um, a little bit. We, I mean, the Bucks did not play up to expectations this year. Granted, I mean, they're, they're they are a what four seed. I believe. Yeah. No, the Knicks no. are the four seed. The Bucks are the three seed, I think.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's four or five Atlanta and New York.
1: Yeah, so the Bucks are the three seed. So Atlanta really turned things around, but, I mean, the Wizards did not – I mean, didn't play as up to the standards that people kind of thought. I mean, they made it exciting at the end, but the Wizards should have never been playing in a play-in game when you have that backcourt. Um, the Pacers really fell off um after all the 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 Oladipo stuff and everything like that which I mean in hindsight you know it's a different conversation but the Ola Depot thing was probably the best case for him considering that Oladipo is not going to play probably next year at all um the east was just I mean the east is always generally weak but like the powerhouse teams were really the power it was Brooklyn Milwaukee and um Philly and that was it so I mean next year I, I imagine that certain teams will do better, but I mean the Raptors to me are only gonna get worse because I I can't foresee Kyle Lowry being there. Um, the 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 Hawks, I don't really know what to make like of what their off is gonna look like, but I mean, like the the Bulls that right now there's there's speculation that the Bulls might be trading Levine to the Miami Heat. you know it's all talk right now, but who knows. Um, I mean, they could get a a haul in return for them. Um, So it's really, it's open. I mean, the Knicks are really probably are going to be a playoff team top six next year. Um, Whether they are actually that good or is it more of a product of how bad the other teams are? I don't know. But I think they'll be there. I mean, Charlotte is probably going to be knocking some boots next year, too. You know they'll they'll be a, they'll, they'll probably be a play in team caliber again, but you got to figure Lamelo Ball missed what like a third of the year, Gordon Hayward missed a third of the year. They probably would have rolled themselves into a six seed. So it's interesting. It's interesting. But for all the people out there that casually watch basketball and look at the LeBron James and the Steph Curry's and and all and the Joel Embiid's and all those types of players and. You know, it, it's definitely great to have that superstar, all-star type of guy, but it really just goes to show you how important coaching is because mm-hmm. look at where – look at – halfway through the season, look at where the Atlanta Hawks were and look where they are now. Coaching matters. Yo, coaching is a big t- – that's why the – I mean, granted, that looks – you know, they're, they're looking right now like they might get swept by the Brooklyn Nets, but – um like, look at the Celtics. Celtics. I mean, the, the Part of the reason the Celtics have been so, you know, good and are so scary is, you know, they have Jason Tatum, but which helps, but they also have arguably the best head coach in basketball. You know, what's really hurting them this year is not having a healthy roster and not having Jalen Brown in the playoffs is really hurting them.
2: Trying to get Tatum to carry literally the entire team when he's not that player. Well, he is that player.
1: It's just it, it, being that like he's that player, but it, it, it's just like it's a, it takes time to be that player in the playoffs. Like he he's ready for it. He has the skill set to do it, and I think he has the maturity to do it too. But you know, it's it's one thing to do it. It's another thing to do it against Kyrie, James Harden, Kevin Durant, DeAndre Thanks, Jordan, uh, Blake Griffin. Um, you know, <laughs> Steve Nash is a head coach.
0: Has uh Stevens missed the playoffs yet?
1: Who? Stevens?
0: Reds, no, Steve?
2: I don't think I don't
1: think the Sixers are the uh, Celtics.
2: I thought you were calling uh Steve Nash Stevens for something. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah, Stevens Nash. <laughs> I'm not sure even how long he's been there. Now uh, that's been four seasons. Who? Oh. Uh, Brad Stevens.
1: Brad Stevens has been there. It's a good question, actually. I don't
0: know. Oh. And then there were two Masseys. Two Masseys? <laughs> it's a
1: good question. actually. What Well, it's good question. Brad, Brad Stevens is
2: 44. <laughs> really?
0: I didn't know that. Yeah, you did. I think he's 19. <laughs> All right, I admit it, I did know. He has been Which the head coach. Uh, He's actually, yeah, he's missed the playoffs.
1: He missed the playoffs his first year as a head coach.
2: Which, I guess, is
1: fair. He went 25 and 57. Mm-hmm. Then he lost in the first round, lost in the first round, lost in the conference finals, lost in the conference finals. Lost in the semis, lost in the conference finals. So he's... He's 37-36 and 36 career postseason record. In, How long has he been coaching the Celtics? Since 2013 14.
0: Okay. Which is actually way longer than I thought. Just the time is blending together. I can't remember anything anymore.
1: Uh, what's crazy, though, is that he's only won... I mean, not that this really means anything, but he's only been first in his division once.
2: Remind me who else is in his division?
1: The Raptors. That's why. The Raptors last year was the Sixers, probably. Cleveland. No, Cleveland's in the Central. The it's it's Toronto. Um, it's Toronto, New York, Philly, Boston. Brooklyn and I, am Brooklyn. Yep, gotcha.
0: Brooklyn, Brooklyn. I was
1: just thinking that. Well, yeah. Well, what else would you be thinking? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, so I put on just just kind of like a side quip. I put on some hip hop today in the car, some like older hip hop, mm-hmm. and then like one of the recommended songs that popped up was like Chad Gable's like original WWE intro song. <laughs>
3: nice.
1: Yeah, it was real weird. Um. So, yeah, so it's interesting. It's interesting. The, the playoffs have been pretty good. I mean, there's been some blowouts, but they've been
2: entertaining in their own right. Um, but for the most part, it's been pretty close games.
1: There's been a few blowouts. The Lakers. the The Lakers blew out the Suns the other night. Yes. The Trailblazers got blown out. The Heat um, got blown out. Game two. Yeah. But I mean, overall, it's been—I mean, it's been—it's been a lot of good first-round matchups. It's been very exciting, you know. It's—it's—it's it's, it's very fitting that you have, you know, this like, like the Nets have to kind of prove themselves early by be, taking down like what's what's been an Eastern Conference powerhouse for five years in the Celtics. It's you know, it's fitting that you have the the New York Knicks, this like probably the most exciting story in basketball going up. Against this first-time playoff-led team by Trey Young, that's all young and hungry. Mm-hmm. You know the the um you got the Heat and the Bucks, which you know, which is a very enticing matchup. You know, a very defensive-minded team versus a very offensive-minded team, and then the Sixers and the Wizards. You know, the Wizards are kind of like that underdog team. Um, but you know, is it you know is it, is it enough? And the answer is no. You know, to down two games to nothing. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be very hard to win four to two against the Sixers, but,
0: you know, it just it makes it interesting. Yeah. Do you guys think that the way they did it this year, and I guess last year too, if I'm not remembering, but having the play-in game, do you think it's better for basketball, for fans, for the league, for the sport in general, having it that way? Does it make it more yeah. entertaining? Or is it, is... So,
2: It. I enjoyed it purely because the games were good. I don't know if that has an impact on it, but they were they weren't boring games. They were really close games down to the wire. It, it it's weird. Like I almost
1: think that the way that they should do it is because it's kind of like the way that they're the, it's like it's weird. Like the way they're doing it is kind of like like the seven and eight seed are basically like the wild card home teams like baseball. Um. But like, I, I think the the concept. I, I think what I think how it should go is I think I think the seven seed should play. I think the the seven seed should play the tenth seed if they're going to do it, and the eighth seed should play the ninth seed, and the, the two winners are just in the playoffs, and then they just reseed accordingly. So like, if ten beats seven, but eight beats nine, then the eighth seed now becomes the seventh seed, and the tenth seed becomes. Yeah. Eight. Because the, the the problem with it is that it just adds it's it's another week of playoffs, which are already so long. The NBA playoffs last a fucking month and a half as it is, and now you just added a week of of you know what? There's it's six total playing games, right? Because seven, no. yeah, seven, yeah, seven and eight, and then nine and ten, and then you do that again in the West, and then the the loser of seven eight plays the winner of nine ten. So you, there's yes, three games in the right. East and three games. Like, right. It's fucking. It's too many games, you know. It, it and and then why like the winner of the eight uh, of the nine ten game, they won the game and now they have to do it again. Like it, it, if they if they need to prove if the nine <laughs> seed needs to prove that much that they're that much better than the eight seed, why even have them be part of it? Just right. give it to the fucking eight seed.
0: It's like, all right, you guys did good, but can you do it one more time?
1: Right. It's you know it, it, like. You know, it's like the the wild card thing, like in baseball, the wild card thing is it's unique from the standpoint of like. And I think that, you know, like basketball should kind of do this, too, because in football, it's always one and done. You know, in Mm -hmm. basketball, you don't really play series, but you do play the same teams a lot and your playoffs are series. So the one and done aspect is so cool. That's what I think is so exciting about the MLB playoffs, the way they are versus like the, I mean, the bigger formatted playoffs are interesting. We saw them last year, more people watching the playoffs. They're not doing that this year. Um, But like, that's kind of one of the things that's always been exciting about the standard playoff series for baseball. In my opinion, is that your whole season is two, three, four game series against the same opponent to get to the playoffs to play five game series, seven game series, seven game series. But like, if you're, if you're good, but not good enough, like it all rides on one game. Yeah. And it's just, it's interesting. Cause I mean, you know, we, we see wildcard teams make an impact sometimes and it's, it's just an interesting concept from my standpoint, because it's a, you know, the wildcard team, like, you know, it's, it's, it's
0: everything. Yeah, no, it's, it's the team that didn't win its division and, you know, it's kind of – they've been good, but, you know, obviously it's a, it's a team usually, too, that it's won probably in the low 90s, high 80s. Well, it's
1: like – it's one of those things where it's like it's – there. there's, you know, other than, like, the brink of elimination in the playoffs for MLB, it's the – the play-in game is the only game of the year that has the stakes it has. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it's – they they say, you know, like – the winning and losing in, in may doesn't dictate you know how you finish out the year doesn't you know isn't doesn't make or break the playoffs type of thing but at the same time you know there's been plenty of teams that have gone on skids in september that made the playoffs because of how many games they won in may and april and, and june yeah. so it's just it's kind of interesting you know like it's all all or nothing and i think that that's kind of where the nba should go from if, if they're going to stick to the play-in game it should be 7 10 8 versus 9 and win and in. That's it. Don't make this a kind of like
2: bullshit tournament. A tournament within a tournament.
1: Right. Right. And it, and honestly, in my opinion, it's it's a bunch of it, it's a bunch of unneeded rest for for these players. You know, in a time where players are, are already getting fucking sat for no reason, and, and all that stuff. Now you're giving them an extra week off. You know, and it's it's. You know, it's like the cons- the conspiracy theory in me wants, you know, wants to just be like, oh, you know, it's just so that it's just so that we can see fresh legs LeBron
0: yeah. in,
1: in round one. You know what I mean? It, it, and, and those types of things. It's, you know, because I, I mean, I don't care what anybody says. It's the NBA. You know, the NFL is a little bit different, but I do think, you know, I think the league, it's not a. Uh, it's. I don't think it's a secret to anybody that like the leagues definitely seems like it caters to the Rodgers and the Mahomes and the Brady's. You know what I mean? No. But well, like, but like basketball is even more like that. Whereas like baseball yes. and hockey are not like that, pretty much at all. You know, baseball like they pretty much they treat it like like ESPN and MLB TV are going to air athletics games with no superstar real players on their team because they're always you know, fighting for games. They're winning 10 games in a row every year. They're always fighting for the playoffs over airing the best player in baseball in Mike Trout because he plays for the shitty fucking Angels. Right. I mean, Speaking was- of which, I had a toast, kind of. Um, Otani was supposed to get the start tonight, but he didn't get it because he got stuck in traffic in L.A. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: That's pretty funny.
1: And you know what the best part about it is? There's no way he was driving himself.
0: <laughs> huh, huh. Imagine he made like the driver, or like, or, or he himself, like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna go to the drive thru real quick. It's not gonna be a big deal. I Probably won't lose any time on this. Screws up his order. Yeah, <laughs> you clean up, and we'll be right out. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry the the fries aren't ready yet. They're just like you and I. <laughs>
2: Uh, there was something I saw the other day that I'm trying to remember what it was that I really wanted to talk about. And it wasn't the, uh, Westbrook and Trey Young thing, although I did kind of want to talk about that, but, um, so let's talk about it. I feel like basketball is the only sport where shit like that happens. Although I guess I have seen that happen in the NFL, The Jaguars Seahawks game a couple of years ago.
3: I say like Eagles fans threw snowballs at Santa. Yeah. That's true.
2: You Philadelphia also is
1: the worst Eagles place in the world. Like this with <laughs> Philadelphia, <laughs> fans Philadelphia is before. the asshole located in the armpit of New Jersey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's literally the worst place on earth.
0: And We've been there so many times. Yeah, but like yeah. the last
1: time was like the first time we really ventured into Philly,
2: and I'm pretty cool never doing it again. Yeah, pretty great with that. Go down and see the game because guess what, Philly? Your city fucking sucks. I know. A couple like, of is it bad that
1: I'd feel safer walking around Chicago? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I do know a couple like it's like places. weird like I feel
1: like if I walked around Chicago like yeah I might get stabbed or shot and like I'll die but like in Philly like I'm gonna get like punched in the face and get my wallet stolen like it's gonna be an ordeal I'm gonna have to cancel credit cards like I probably have to go for stitches you know like I don't want to do any of that shit like if you're gonna attack me and like steal everything I have like just kill me in Chicago that's what they're gonna do
0: yeah welcome to Philly asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good invitation, Kendall. <laughs> yeah, I, re- I don't know what I was trying to go for there. Uh, I thought you're it was like Boston, look. <laughs> yeah. Here's a coupon to Campos. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it was very funny that Giannis got uh, wasted one of his free throws for going over the ten seconds you're given. And now he has to have a clock showing him <laughs> how he has left.
0: That's just like, it's it, it all, across all sports stuff. Like, like, come on. Like, how do you let that happen? So, you know, uh, the go,
2: ahead. go ahead, Mark.
3: You only get 10 seconds to throw, like, shoot a free throw.
2: Paul, when does that timer start?
1: I think it's from the minute the referee bounces the ball to you, it starts. But I think it's, I think it's, is it 10 seconds? That's what everything's been saying. I don't know for sure, but that's what I've been reading. Uh, I always thought it was 12, but either way, it doesn't matter. But yeah, from the, the, once the ref bounces the ball to you, that's when it starts. Once the ball touches your
2: hands after the ref gives it to you. And Giannis literally stood there just bouncing the ball, and one of the Keys coaches is flipping out on the background like, fucking call it. <laughs> so they called it. And it was very funny. Man, um, cool. I, mean, I tell you what—it's so great seeing fans back at games again. I know we talked about it briefly in the beginning with the Trey Young champ, but it makes such a difference in these games having the crowd there.
0: I think a lot. Although of... with, yeah,
2: the popcorn, with the popcorn and the spinning, I'm showing that we don't <laughs> deserve to be there.
0: But well, the best part about that popcorn is—I love all the like. Not only do you see it. It's like now like ESPN and all these other sports uh, radio broadcasts, they're showing it from like different angles. Like, you know, like, well, yeah. if he, yeah. if the popcorn was spilled like this or he threw it like this, it's like, <laughs> like, come on.
2: It's, yeah, it's certainly interesting. Um, I'll tell you, <laughs> that,
3: ankle that ankle didn't look too hurt when he was going after the guy. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, he was kind of just walking slowly, and all of a sudden, he's like, you did what? And was running full speed, so.
0: And, you know, we were talking about that uh, on Monday, how basketball's the only sport that kind of lends itself, that there could be, a, a, like, a real interaction because of the you're that crowd. that close. Yeah, exactly.
3: Look, I mean, I mean you're, you're close in baseball, too. Like if you're, you know,
2: right on the wall. But it, it's just so different. It is. It's a much... Uh, we saw it in the finals a couple of years ago. Um, one of the part owners of the Warriors was sitting courtside and shoved Kyle Lowry. And they got into an argument. had ended up losing his stake in the ownership and his, his ticket. But you'll never see anybody shoving an athlete in one of the other professional sports.
3: 'Cause like you can't. Hey Kyle right. got a
2: separation.
1: Kyle got a letter about asking to donate to Albertus Magnus and I know his debit card. Should I donate some money?
0: You know, That'd be so fun. They've done so much for him. I mean they gave him the chance to pitch his heart out.
1: Oh, should I should I donate a hundred dollars and then do it like in honor of all the grizzly tins I had in my room? <laughs> in honor of Jeff's free room and board, yeah. free life. Yeah. Or or in honor of destroying a public bathroom. Sorry, I shit in the
3: bed.
2: (laughs) Twice. All right, I'll be right back. You guys keep going. I'm trying to find if anything interesting happened in the NFL, but it doesn't look like it did. I mean, uh, Mock, do you want to give your toast? Do you want to save until next week? I, I didn't have one. Yes, you did. You called dibs on it.
3: Oh yeah, I don't remember what it was. Can we'll I do it, it then?
2: All right, oh, go ahead. Uh, Vinatieri retiring.
0: Yep that oh, uh, yeah. that happened uh, today on uh, the twenty seventh, and that that's the the last player, an all I think on all major sports that was a survivor from the nineties, I think. I thought I was reading that today. What year was he At- drafted? 99 oh really yeah he, he played 20 how many how many seasons would that be
2: 24
0: 24 uh there are two players still standing
2: from the 90s uh well no he's not still standing um uh, and neither is he what the hell uh, Zdeno It's david Char- article
3: from 2014 <laughs>
2: Uh, Zidane Chara, right? He's still there. Yeah, he's still playing. Yeah. Uh, Joe Thornton, I believe, is still in the playoffs right now. And oh, he's been on that long holy shit.
3: What? I didn't realize he's been playing that long.
2: Joe Thornton or Zidane Chara? Yeah.
3: No, I knew Chara, but
2: I didn't know Thornton was that old. Let's see. Chara was drafted in. Let's see.
3: Um, (laughs) Nineteen ninety six.
0: Holy shit! Yep, that's amazing.
2: So he's been playing for twenty two years. So Venitari was actually drafted. In '96,
0: nope, '95. Yeah, actually, that's right, '95. 90, because he actually he was on that Patriots Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl team that lost to the Packers. Was he? Yeah. Was he really? Is that crazy?
2: Wow. Uh, if you want to get technical, uh, he was drafted to the Admirals. Which I think is uh, NFL Europe, I want to say.
0: I think so. but Or, or, or was. Or, or if U.S. Whatever. Football League was in existence still at the time. I still can't believe he was actually in that
2: game. That's shocking to me.
0: Those? Do or, you, did you ever see, ever see pictures of those, um, I don't know, I guess we would call it, only the 90s Patriots uniforms, the the, yeah. the dark blue with the...
2: Yeah, with the head and yeah. all the bunch
0: shit, yeah. Very ugly uniform. And I'm yeah. not just saying that as a Patriot hater, just in general, it's a bad uniform.
2: Kendall, you like the Patriots, so we all well know it. I do not. It's not a secret anymore, buddy, you can admit it.
0: I think the only Patriots jersey I would potentially get would be Doug Flutie. That'd be the only... You wouldn't get a Terry jersey? No, I don't care about him. Man, that's how could you not like Terry I mean, he's fine, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's like he, he he did his thing. He was really good at it, and uh, it, it's over now.
2: I mean, Kendall,
0: he's, he's one of the he's the all-time points leader. Yeah, and they'll probably stand for a very long time. If not, never broken. I don't, I don't know. I mean, who who do, you, who would be next in line? If, Justin Tucker. Yeah, if I was going to guess. say, depending how long he plays. Because he, he's kind of automatic.
2: Uh, let's see. NFL all-time point list. Uh, it's a of- let's see. Let's see. Let me keep going until I find a player who's active. I'm already at 10. Eleven. Okay. So the only other player that's active currently is at number eleven. Uh Steven Goskowski, and he is almost a thousand points behind.
0: So wait, he he's ahead of um, Justin Tucker? Yeah. By how much? Just not even top all twenty. I can't believe that. Neither can I. Because Guskowski was the kicker directly after Vinatieri. Vinatieri. Yeah. And he played there up until recently. Yeah. Um. No, well, I guess he played there up until. Two years ago, I want to say. I mean, I guess that makes sense. All, all the playoffs that they were in with with him there. So.
3: Keep in mind I mean, the Ravens
0: had a couple of bad years. That's true. Yeah.
2: Uh, dumb question is Phil Dawson still active? I don't think so. He was old as fuck for a while. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, then the other active kickers you have are Robbie Gould at 15 and Mason Crosby at 20. Yeah, Crosby's been around a while. Yeah, Crosby is old enough to have shown up in those uh, fantasy football commercials for (laughs) ESPN at 20. (laughs) Fucking love that commercial. Just fucking rings the bell three times. (laughs)
0: They should bring that back. I like
3: the one uh, – do you remember when the players were doing the commercials like, hey,
2: this is why you should draft me? Who
0: was yeah, the guy that – the there, was,
2: there was a Chris Cooley one, which is probably my favorite. Um, There was a wide receiver for the Chargers.
0: So, the uh, Mark, you kind of got cut off. What were you saying there?
3: Who, who was the one that he, he punched the hole through the wall? Chris Cooley. Chris Cooley,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just the, the, through the drywall? Yeah. Put it right here. Uh, I,
2: I think Mark Bolger was on one of those. There was... Who was the running back for the Patriots back then?
0: Um, I mean, they went through a bunch. I mean, there was Lawrence Maroney, Ben Jarvis Greenellis. Um, Greenellis played for the Patriots? Pretty sure um I don't know that was let's a... see fantasy
2: files players let's see if that shows up there is something for for when Paul comes back that was kind of big
3: that happened yesterday what was that uh Wayne Gretzky leaving the Oilers and oh ge as an announcer.
2: Oh,
0: It's hmm. interesting.
2: Did he officially sign on to TNT, or is that the just "quote unquote" rumor?
3: No, he signed yesterday. I think it was. Okay. All right, here
2: I got the fantasy file. I wanna... All right, so there's Chris Cool. Uh, oh, tight end for the Giants. Who am I thinking of?
3: Jeremy Shockey.
2: Yep, Shockey.
3: Uh,
2: who's this? I almost bought a Tebow jersey today. You should have, Darren Sproles.
0: Actually, you know, Massey, that that Giants one wasn't that Kevin Boss.
2: Uh, let's find out. Uh,
3: it'd be hilarious was Kevin Boss.
0: I just kind of.
2: It is Kevin Boss.
0: Yeah, I I remember that commercial. Uh, Cody Holmes.
3: That guy had one good year. (laughs) I know.
0: Uh, Let's see, who else we got? Andre Johnson was one.
2: Yes, Andre Johnson was one. That's a good one. Uh, Braylon
0: Edwards. Oh, man. He was supposed to be so good. Uh, yeah, Lawrence, so you know, Rudy,
2: that's who I was thinking of, Kendall Greg Lloyd. Just so you know,
3: man, I just beat the Rams
2: 48 to 13. Oh, that's really mean. Lawrence Baruni, Kendall. Yeah, Patrick yeah. there's Mason Crosby, Chris Chambers. That's the wide receiver I was thinking of for the Chargers. Yep, Mark Volger. Who's this? One of the kickers.
0: I'm trying to think of like, longtime kickers.
3: <laughs> Matt Bryant. Yeah.
0: Daddy, I'm gonna go kick this field goal. The <laughs> name doesn't even show up. <laughs> That's
2: very funny. Didn't even give him a name. Marcus Colston. <laughs> who is one of the most underrated players of all time Jason Campbell oh god (laughs) who's this Mike Nugent oh he's a kicker he was around for a while it was when he was with the Jets
3: (laughs) didn't even know he was a Jet
2: Uh, MJD fucking jumps out of the sand.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember that. so ridiculous. Fucking fucking Miller
3: Genuine draft? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, in that that commercial, he's, like, buried up to his neck in the sand, and, like, he jumps out of it. Jumps out. Yep. It's hysterical.
2: Uh, Here's a really bad one. Chris Sims. Ew. Yeah, that's the list.
3: I can tell you that nobody drafted Chris Sims for the fantasy team.
2: (laughs) Nobody should. What's
0: up? We, were just, we were just discussing the uh, all those old fantasy football commercials,
2: like Chris Cooley putting his hand through the wall and MJD being buried. Those are all real.
0: <laughs> I don't care what anybody says, especially
1: the Lawrence Maroney when we dove through the windows of <laughs> <in> the SUV.
0: <laughs> they should bring that back.
1: I mean, some of them, some of those are real. Like, um, who's the who was the Chargers receiver? Chris Chambers. Yeah, like that one was probably real, where he caught a football in each hand, one handed, or like the one with a, was it, was it Calvin John or not not Calvin Johnson? Uh, Was it Chad Johnson? The one where he like shot the football in like the ski shooter type of thing and then ran and caught it. Like he had the thing angled up so high. That was Andre Johnson. He's like a world class. Oh man, I just turned on the fucking TV and Joe Buck's face was on it. Gross. (laughs)
2: And
1: not even the Joe Buck
2: slouch. So a quick dishonorable mention. Uh the heater currently down by more than thirty points.
1: Yeah, they're done. Hey Mark, did you give it, like, did you did you do that toast or are you saving it for like the the Monday show? We did that already. Uh,
2: we did
1: it. Oh, okay. Alright, cool. I cause I wanted to share this this fact. We're talking about the the, 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 the place kicker, correct? Yes, military. Mess. that was that was fucking mock's toast, you bitch.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> asked him first
1: um. so I found this thing I thought it was super interesting uh, the NFL fun facts page that I follow fact 2731 there were 5730 players to start playing and stop playing start, start playing after and stop playing before Adam Vinatieri
2: alright I'm actually going to change one of the brackets I have because that's even more fun So just to
1: just to put that into retrospect, that's 108 53 man rosters.
2: Is he the longest playing player of all time?
1: Uh, I mean, for football,
2: I'd have to imagine. Yeah,
1: let's see. The
0: only guy that might have him beat is George Blanda. Oh
1: fuck!
2: Forgot about Blanda. That
1: yeah, Blanda
0: still has be for a billion years.
1: Does it have to be playing? Uh, yes. Okay. like, Bart Starr and George Halas were around for, like, you know, ever.
2: (laughs) George Blanda played for 26 seasons. Jesus. Well, wait. So, Vinatieri missed it by two years.
1: That's some shit. Yeah, but you know what? How many titles did George Blanda win?
0: None, I think. Um, Maybe one.
1: (laughs) What's Vinatieri got? He's got...
0: Four, Four, right? He's
1: got three with the the Patriots
2: and one with Colts.
1: Yep. Yeah, Peyton only won one as a Colt, right? Right. Yeah, he won one and one.
0: Yep. He's two and Uh, two all time. Atlanta has three titles. Two and two all time. Two and two all time.
2: I mean, titles that were the titles back then. He has uh, three champions.
1: Hey, Matt. You know what would be somewhat of a kind of like a a somewhat interesting bracket concept just while we're you know, cause this is kind of like a bullshit no no holds barred podcast. It'd be interesting if you could formulate a podcast, a bracket where the, like a 16 or 32, whatever seated bracket where you started off with like one being like, um, like it's gotta have, like you can come up with the rule, but like maybe, maybe I would say minimum two or, or maybe even three, Super Bowl appearances, and you you go like the one seed being like start with like undefeated Super Bowl quarterbacks down to like you know like winless quarterbacks like like right. make the like the greatest one so like like for example like Peyton Jim
2: Kelly would be great for
1: all time losses and Dan Marino too. Well, Dan Marino, how many Super Bowls did Dan Marino lose? Two. One, two. I th- He's I thought, zero and two.
0: I thought it was two, but it could be one. No, so like, that's
1: so like, but like, you think about it. so like, like, like think of a like I'm trying to think like think of a quarterback that's maybe been to the Super Bowl, that's won multiple Super Bowls, like Green. is maybe un- undefeated in the Super Bowl.
2: Joe Montana,
1: like besides Joe Montana, like there's got to be somebody that's won two Super Bowls. Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. All right. So like, Ooh, Terry, wow. but like, but wow. so like Terry Bradshaw could be up against a one and one Aaron Rodgers, and then we have to like then you can spin it in terms of like. You can like we could do the ranking, however, like best qu- Super Bowl quarterback, or we could just do like best overall quarterback. Because like I mean, you think about it, like I mean, Tom Brady has seven, but he's seven and three. Right.
0: Oh, yeah, that, that would be interesting.
2: I'm sure we could
1: twist it into a way where it's interesting. You don't have to do it tonight, Mass.
2: I'm just putting that on my list of ideas.
0: Yeah, right next to. So you,
3: Brandon Jacobs.
0: I, I just heard what? that today.
2: What about he wants Brandon to come
3: Jacob? back as a defensive end. Is he really? Yeah, he said you know he can still run. He's strong,
0: and he said, and Tebow's not a better athlete than him. Right, that that's the best huh. line from that.
1: Yeah, but on a, on a more serious note, I would I would buy that jersey. <laughs>
2: What, the Brandon Jacobs jersey or the Tebow jersey? Tebow jersey. Just kidding.
1: The Brandon Jacobs
2: jersey.
1: Oh, I was looking at Tebow
2: jerseys today. Yes, we know, Mock. You said you almost already bought one. Yeah, but Paul wasn't here when I said it.
0: Uh, you sure. you it bought
1: one? one?
3: No, I was looking at him.
0: But he won't buy that. one.
3: My thing is, I just don't wear shirts for other teams.
1: Yeah, I actually, I, I, I put it, I have a. Like a backpack that I've kind of been packing for that weekend retreat we're doing soon, um, of just like various things that I want to bring, um, and, and I put my pirate's hat that I bought at the Pirates Stadium. I'm gonna give it to Jeff because I don't want it anymore.
3: <laughs> you know, you you guys will appreciate this.
1: So the other day, you
3: know, we get to our softball game. Kyle opens my trunk and goes, "Oh, why is my hat in here?" I'm like, Kyle, you're just a walking fucking dump truck. <laughs> Your shit is everywhere.
1: So, you know what's really funny about that is like sometimes other people do it to him and it's even funnier because he gets mad. Well, no. So, like, the other day I was leaving for work and I just wanted something to drink that wasn't water. And so I went into his room and he was laying in his bed all, you know, lazy, like. And I told him I was like I'm taking a out and do and he told me I had to I had to take it off the log. So I took his hat and I put it in the fridge. <laughs> and then I said to him I said and he goes, "Why did you do that?" And I'm like, "Cuz it's going to be hilarious when you forget it in there and you find it 2 days from now and you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then sure enough later that day he told me he's like, "I've been I've been looking for my hat at work all fucking day and I just realized it's in my fridge." <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then he went home to not take out his hat from the fridge. Well, no, then I then I did what
1: any good friend would do. You moved it. Nope. I took it out. I soaked it in water, and then I put it back in the fridge. There you go.
0: (laughs) Make it nice and cool. That is the
1: move. Not when you put it in the freezer section. It's not. (laughs)
2: Uh, Nothing brings me joy quite like Kyle's pain.
0: Funny guy, um, Mark. You had mentioned while uh, while well, well, Paul was coming back about um, uh, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, Paul. We'll uh, Wayne Gretzky signing on with TNT. Yeah,
1: yeah, I saw that. It's funny. I had something I was going to look at on Reddit that I was going to bring up for sports that I saw. I opened up Reddit, and the first thing that I saw on Reddit was, "Do you wash your crotch before oral? Why or why not?"
0: Ah, oh, you're on Ask Reddit. I see. Any good comments?
1: No, I'm not on Ask Reddit. It was just the first thing that popped up. Yeah, right. Kendall, yes, there are 11,000 comments.
2: <laughs> None of them are good, though. I read them. I'll read you the first one.
1: In the morning after my shower, I use powder on my balls. This stops my crotch from getting overly sweaty. I think that only works well for regular sex, though. For oral, though, my dick might get decently clean and not smelly. My ass is still pretty close to her face, though. <laughs> so, there you go. Welcome to the is podcast, These are what
2: the boys. people will share on the internet.
1: Yep. Yeah. The internet is a
2: great. uh It's the greatest thing ever. Did uh... like seriously? If the inter- if the internet ever got like permanently shut down, I'd start talking suicide pack with people. Kind of <laughs> dark, but all right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right.
3: Did Chris I think we're ever have for the
0: internetless world? Did Gretzky have prior um, commentating experience, or no? Is it with the his first run? No. Well, I don't think he's. I don't think he's. Is it a commentating role? No. I, I mean, I, oh, I guess I think uh, he's
1: in the booth. Is an analysis guy? Yeah. He'll be like a Tony Dungy.
3: Yeah, but not Tony Dungy.
2: So he gets to sit and talk on the part of the sports that nobody watches.
0: <laughs> but had you ever done that before? I'm just curious. I think you're gonna see people I mean, to see him.
1: I don't. Yeah. I don't know if he's ever done it before. I mean, he's. I don't think so. He stepped down from operations as the Oilers guy. I think, fucking god.
2: Why was he bad at that? Well, I mean, the Oilers sucked. So yeah.
0: <laughs> and a certain guy sometimes it doesn't translate. His daughter's pretty hot. Yeah,
2: she is. Yeah, I mean, who? Gretzky's daughter.
1: daughter. Yeah, she's right. She doesn't have any teeth, though.
0: And her name is (laughs) Waynina. Man, I can't find this fucking thing.
1: So we kind of yes. Fucking say something, man. I was just
0: gonna say we started uh, in the very beginning of the show. We kind of mentioned briefly about uh, Julio Jones. Um, and I guess ESPN was saying that there was four likely teams that would be uh, the winner in the the Julio Jones uh, sweepstakes, and I think it was New England, Tennessee, Green Bay. I mean, I I personally think it comes down –
1: I don't think Green Bay is really in it, to be honest with you. I think that they just, like – I don't. I don't think that they're going to. I mean, they've they've obviously made it very clear, front office and head coaching wise, from McCarthy through to this guy with and then the management and whatnot. That that like, their first round pick. I mean, the Jordan Love thing was is what it was, but they're, they're generally their first round pick is for is to over, improve the overall team. So, to to take that pick that they value so much and that you know. And to trade it for, and it's going to take more than a first-round pick because the the Packers without Julio Jones, assuming Aaron Rodgers plays, aren't you're not getting a a fucking top twenty pick from them. You know you're going to be getting something closer to thirty. So I don't think who I I don't know if it would really I don't know if uh, like a low or like a high twenties would be enough. You know when you consider that like you know maybe they could like the Chargers for example it makes the Chargers better, but they still got to go through Kansas City. You know what I mean? Like like the chances of them winning their division is still probably pretty slim even with Julio.
0: Right, I think the the Patriots trade would comprise of Jarrett Stidham and something else. Huh. Um any I just don't know if, if Atlanta is really looking in that direction for the that's like the next guy up.
2: Hey, okay, should we talk about how the Rams' odds just literally jumped up 10 minutes ago to be the second best to land Julio? No, they'll
3: well, trade three third they rounders. They
1: don't want a 2029 20, first round pick.
3: <laughs> what is it's only next,
2: next year pick. that we don't have one.
3: That's what I'm saying. They'll trade their next three.
1: I think what they're going to do is they'll just trade Matt Stafford,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. All those jersey sales, forget it. From Matt Ryan. Did they come out and say like, "Hey, this is what we want to do," or is this like some stiff on Twitter? What do you mean? Well, you just said that the odds went up for him, or is that a joke? Oh no, the odds
2: actually went up. Uh, I just. Uh, had it reposted by one of the Rams beat writers.
0: And do they shed any in the insight of what that would look like?
2: In terms of the trade compensation? Right. Uh, it doesn't say, I'm guessing it would have to be uh, a future first and maybe a player.
3: It's one of those things, too, where because Julio coming out saying he's out, the, the Falcons lost all leverage yeah
2: <laughs> well, i don't know if they lost all leverage because there will still be a bidding war for him. yeah i mean i don't well i and
1: the thing too is i don't think they really lost that much leverage because julio I, I don't julio didn't say anything about holding out
2: right
3: i mean maybe not in those direct words but him coming out saying
1: i'm out of there but I think that was, like, more so just, like, the, like, it, it's going to happen. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not going to be here. Like, they're, right. like I'm going to get traded. Like, yeah, I mean, like, he demanded a trade, but I don't think Julio, of all the elite receivers in the NFL, is the last one that has a leg to stand on to hold out. The guy has is, is every year slowly, slowly diminishing his his value with the amount of injuries he gets and the lack of touchdowns he, he has.
0: I think we just—it was—it was weird how it unfolded on um, undisputed.
1: Yeah, d- d- he's a fucking asshole.
0: The fuck you, Shannon, for listening.
1: No, but Shim like, Sharp's a fucking asshole. Yeah, who the fuck calls their? Who the fuck calls somebody like that on live TV and doesn't give him a heads up? Yeah. Like he, like I mean, obviously Fox is thrilled because they got the first fucking go at it, but he should be fucking fired.
0: It's just like bad TV. It's like, hey, I'm just gonna jump on my cell phone real quick. You know, skip talk amongst yourself while I call Julio Jones.
3: See, and that was something. I, I mean, we brought up the other day, like, you know, with all the the tampering. That, uh, I mean, it, it, can there be like a repercussion for like what was said? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. These, to my knowledge, I can't think of any other situation that would have been like this before. Nothing comes to mind.
2: No, it doesn't. And you know what? If Julio wanted to and he was an asshole, he's not going to. Uh, He could press uh, charges against Shannon Sharp because California is a two-party consent state. That would be
1: the ultimate, like, fucking reverse card play (laughs) ever. (laughs) you going to do that? I'm going to sue your ass.
0: It's just too bad
1: Julio
2: isn't the diva, so he won't, but...
0: Right, so this one, he sues Fox, and then he kicks Shannon Sharp out of his job, so it's undisputed with Julio and Skip. <laughs> that's the real you angle You
2: couldn't to be on a show with Skip Bayless. Fuck <laughs> him.
0: Come on, don't you want you to No, that's Kendall's out?
2: favorite sportscaster.
0: Yeah, he and I work out at 4.30 in the morning.
2: Ugh. Taking- fucking piece of shit
0: he is. Weird mirror selfies. Yeah, that, that show is like unwatchable. And, and Paul and I mentioned to each other a million times, for Shannon Sharp, if it's if it's not football, I don't care your opinion on it. it. It does not matter. Not in the
1: slightest. It's Ooh, a- man, some anabolic popcorn. Thumbs up. <laughs> you guys ever seen the Mamba Mentality memes? The funny ones.
0: I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of any of that. So this is the anniversary.
1: I think today or yesterday was the anniversary of the first one, which was the. Uh, uh, what was it, it was uh, in, in like in, in 2007 or whatever, like Kobe Bryant missed a jump shot due to a, a camera flashing in the crowd. So he spent 16 hours a day during the summer staring into the sunlight so he'd never <laughs> miss again. Yeah. There's so many good ones. Like this one, where one day, Kobe Bryant was walking on the street when a dog suddenly barked at him. That summer, he trained 16 hours a day and then challenged the dog to a one-on-one and beat him 21 nothing. <laughs> hashtag Mambo mentality.
2: They're just Chuck Norris jokes with Kobe, and it's a scary they, uh, In
1: 2006, Kobe Bryant slipped and lost his balance due to condensation on the court, causing him to do the unthinkable, passing the ball. So that summer, Kobe Bryant traveled to Jerusalem and read the Bible 17 times a day so he could walk on water. <laughs> so, there's just so many good ones. It's so funny all the time. In 2007, Kobe Bryant missed a layup in a game because he shot it off the wrong foot and lost his balance. So that summer, Kobe traveled to South America to study the art of the flamingo and their one-legged balance.
0: I just love it's always like an extreme example. It's like, and then he...
1: Well, then, then, like, people with the opposite, wrestle In 2006, Kobe woke up one morning feeling very hungry, hungrier than he'd ever felt before. So that same morning, he made himself a bowl of cereal and ate it, hashtag Mamba mentality.
2: <laughs> it just so funny. There are some very, very good ones. Ugh, so funny. I'm sorry, I'm perplexed by the contrasting colors I'm seeing on TV. It looks like the Lakers are playing a scrimmage game because the Suns are in purple on Lakers' home court. Well, the Lakers don't wear purple on their home court. I know, but it's, it's just the colors. Cause...
1: The Lakers are the... Uh, I think the Lakers are the only team... Are they the only team across all four sports to have their white jersey be their alternate? I think it might be. Um... Is, is there any... Do, are there any NFL teams that don't wear white? What NFL is what white on the road color at home? Yeah, the, so the Cowboys wear
0: white at home. Yeah, that's only right.
1: But the, but like a white is still it's still a primary uniform, right? Like the Ravens wear purple at home. Do they wear and they wear white on the road? Do the Ravens wear white on the road? Yeah, usually.
2: Yeah, their alternate is black.
1: Right. Okay. So I'm trying to think. I don't. I can't think of any teams that. In the NFL, that are like that. Um, baseball, I don't think there's any either, right?
0: No. Um, I mean, the only, it's interesting because teams like um, the Yankees, right? Well, yeah, the Yankees because they are don't have white. Well, they have the pinstripe. Right. I was gonna say they don't have like a dead. Well, it's confusing too because like the, the White Sox, they have a, a black uniform and then they have a, a pinstripe of their own, and then they the have Red the, Sox. No, the White Sox.
1: Oh yeah, but the white yeah, but the but it, it, the, the white jersey is their home jersey because the Lakers is the the Lakers. I'm pretty sure is it's yellow. It's yellow at home, purple on the road.
2: Yes, I do believe you're correct. Yeah. I feel like NBA oh, too. Uh, the fucking Cardinals. They never wear white, do they?
3: They so have a white jersey.
0: The St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, they got a white. No, 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 the Arizona Cardinals.
2: Yeah, they
1: were. Yeah. Black yeah. is their alternate.
2: I can't think of their white jersey.
0: It's got the red sleeves. Red numbers.
2: I'm I'm going to have to look it up. White, white jersey. White jersey. <laughs> they, they, they wear
0: helmets when they're on the field.
2: They all do white face. Hold on, give <laughs> it a little bit of ASMR to this podcast. Yes. Oh, man, I
1: called it Anabolic Popcorn.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, There's like 10 pieces I mean, in there. What the hell?
1: I tell you what, it'd be really funny if, like, when you lifted up that bag, that uh, all the popcorn was still stuck in it. <laughs> I love it. Like, you just like, Matt just dumps out the bag and it's just all kernels.
0: I love that episode of The Office when Jim, Pam, and Andy are watching the movie, and uh, Andy makes the popcorn and he, he dumps it in the bowl. And it's like all it's all just kernels and like five pop pieces. <laughs>
1: What was the other? What was the other scene? Oh, when Pam popped like forty bags of popcorn and no one took one.
3: They're watching *Varsity Blues*. Yeah,
1: that was so funny. So funny. Oh shit. Uh, so. Is there anything else anybody wants to chat about? No,
0: nah, I'm pretty good. No, I mean this was this was kind of an interesting show. This was kind of just like a, you know. It's called experimental. Right. So a little, well, little... listen, we're gonna all wake
3: up tomorrow, and Kendall's gonna say, "Hey, there's no
1: audio. Any chance you guys could meet me in my kitchen at 10 p.m. tonight?" Right.
0: <laughs> in fact, when you guys are when you sign off, this just get in your car right away. Let's just get this over with. I'll see you guys like at 12:30. What is? Oh, recording? you know,
1: what? I did learn something pretty interesting about uh, an interesting science thing today. What's that? All podcast radio, all podcast and radio audio issues are a complete result of
0: the dumbness of trains. Wow.
3: Yeah, to... the, the, I saw that there, there was a chart, just the direct correlation.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll have to read that article. It was a scattershot. It was
1: on Reddit. You'll never find it because you're too busy looking at other things there.
0: Listen, there's some good stuff on there. <laughs> like a real mean <laughs> joke. So Well, Kendall, do you want to give your beer review? Yes, I will give uh, my review here. Uh, The Highland Park 12 years uh, Oh, Scotch review. Yeah, Viking Honor. Uh, Never had this before. I've seen this. uh, I follow a a couple um, booze type things on on Instagram, and I've seen this bottle featured many times, Um, but first time having it. This was uh, from the Riddler Collection unopened, so I got got to pop the seal. Um... It was good. It had a little bit of smokiness to it, uh, which is something I, I really enjoy in a Scotch. Um, it it did have some some fruit notes uh, to it, it's not that nothing that I could really identify because um, I'm not I'm not too uh, not too good at that type of stuff. Um, but it was good. It was it was kind of I, I like a, a Scotch that kind of has uh, smokiness but does have a, a a sweet to it, and I think this definitely uh, hit it on the head. Uh, so I'll give it a. Three
2: point nine out of five. You know, Nash, how's your popcorn? It's good.
0: You know, I thought about one more
2: thing I wanted to talk about. All right. Uh, I had a real good laugh with Paul. I'm sorry, it's going to be at your expense. Uh, so, you guys remember uh, a couple weeks ago when we were doing the the ranking Mox rankings best sport moments? Yes. Nope.
1: Wow. Well,
3: we did the yeah. the draft.
2: Yes. Yeah, I don't remember that. Um, the three things I can remember Paul arguing the most about were uh, LeBron James's dunk not being a real good play if it wasn't LeBron that did it. No, that was the
1: block on Andre Iguodala, and I stand by that. Sober.
2: <laughs> he blocked Iguodala, right?
1: Yeah, it, but that block it, it wouldn't have been the great. It wouldn't have been regarded as the greatest playoff block of all time. If fucking Dwight right. Howard yeah. did it.
2: So there's that. There was the Odell catch not being the best catch.
1: It's not the best catch.
2: And then there was. It's the, the most Kawhi- athletic catch, probably. And then there was the Kawhi Leonard uh, game winner against the 76ers not being that entertaining because it didn't mean anything. The game was going to go to overtime. No, 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 no. So the reason that I bring this up is because I was watching a uh, sports highlight video today. I watched two of them. Mark, that's an all time great tweet. What?
0: That, that, that's a worth uh, out loud read before we wrap up. Yeah. No. Um,
2: watching the sports highlights. Uh, I was watching LeBron James's all time career highlights. His number one play was the block on Iguodala. Look,
1: it's a great play for anybody's highlight package. But what I'm, my argument isn't that it wasn't a great play. My argument is that it wouldn't be it what
2: wouldn't be as highlighted it? in NBA history if it was somebody else. I agree. I just find it very funny that that's what they ranked as his I'm all. I'm pretty
1: time. sure the example I gave was Tristan
2: Thompson while severely intoxicated. <laughs> um. The Odell catch was number two on the top 100 sports plays of the decade. And then the Kawhi shot was number one. That's fine, I, man. I just had to laugh that those three things. Wait, the really.
1: Kawhi buzzer beater was the number one sports play of the decade? Uh-huh. That's absurd.
2: And the Odell catch was number two. But the
1: Odell catch was like physics defying. The only reason, and I'm not the only person to make this argument, the only reason I don't classify it as the greatest catch of all time is because of the gloves. Like these gloves are so engineered like insane talent. I'm not taking anything away from the acrobatics, the fighting through interference, all that type of jazz, but I'm going to I refuse to believe that he is going to make that catch barehanded with no gloves.
3: The way that he that. was all
1: arched and everything it was just like like and on and, and honestly, I think the DeAndre Hopkins catch that didn't count was way better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Middle of the field. All
1: right. Wrap it up. And the Kawhi Leonard shot was great, but if it was to win, if it if it was win or lose, it would have been like that much better.
2: Yes, I agree.
1: Plus, well, what? Game. there was a lot of luck. It's, yeah, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good but so you basically mass what you're telling me is that like beyond belief intoxicated Paul has all the same arguments as sober Paul and I'm proud of that statement and uh I, I I think that that's great it makes me happy that I stand by my beliefs
2: there yeah you have it. a different person drunk good job
1: <laughs> yeah. all right so two quick things I'll review the blacklog after um you guys ever seen that Liberty Mutual commercial? It's on TV right now. I don't know why, but it makes me chuckle every time I see it, where the guys dress up as a cell phone, and the Jets, he splashes them, and he jumps in the big bag of rice. Yep.
3: Yeah.
1: Makes me chuckle. And then, Mark, do you want to share the tweet, or do you want me to say it? Which one? The the, the one that you sent in the chat.
3: Oh, the, the Reggie Bush thing?
1: That's an all-time great tweet. I love, it. I love it when that pops into my feed.
3: It's so funny. So, so Reggie Bush tweets a thing out saying... You know, I never understand how restaurants serve cold or lukewarm food when it's supposed to be hot. Especially if food is your only source of income. And then when I told the waitress it was cold, she brought back a different plate that was still so cold, with a little shrugging emoji. And someone uh, comments back saying, "I once drafted a running back in fantasy football that got me minus three yards on on the season." Some people just suck at what they do.
1: <laughs> so funny. Was he the only player in NFL history to rush for negative yards in a season? Didn't he
2: have that stat?
1: Let's see. There
2: had to have been minimum of carries.
3: I say there has to be an amount of attempts because I'm sure there's, you know, running backs that get one touch. Um, But I'm sure he had something like that.
1: Uh, it's interesting. Uh, I have the granola brown from our friends at Blackhawk. It, it's always delicious. I we've described it a bajillion times. I
0: yeah, I gotta get there. There's some some beers that they have. Uh, Orange creamsicle donut. Yeah, I'm really in on that. I want I want to get that real bad. They're gonna run out this weekend. I gotta make that happen, Captain. Don't go to work tomorrow. Go. Yeah. Um, real quick before we tell them where they could find us, uh, just give the uh, Peter uh, PPR and Rundown. Uh, Peter Pino Show, Wednesday nights, 7.30 to 10.30. Uh, it's the Boo Show, Thursday nights, uh, 8, 8 o'clock. Um, Joe Antonio Show, every day at noon. Uh, best Shit You Never Heard, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10.30. Uh, Friday Night Delight, uh, Fridays at 5.00. Um, Hell, FNEA podcast every day at three. Um, Sundays at two. Dilemma Monday and Delay, uh, Mondays at five. And, uh, this weekend is, uh, the P.P.R. and All Access Live concert series featuring, uh, Biggie and Tupac, the first show, and then Snoop Dogg and Nas, the second show. And then it's right into Mixtape Saturday, which is extended into because it's Memorial Day weekend. There's going to be, uh, longer mixes. I believe uh, one of the uh, DJs will be doing another set on Sunday. So, action pack weekend on and Be sure to tune in.
3: Yes. Be sure to find us on Facebook at Getting Sports With Drunk. Twitter and Instagram is at GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the
1: hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's realizing trains are dumb or having audio issues.
3: <laughs> like Comment, subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify.
1: So Reggie Bush was the first player in NFL history to have 10 or more carries for minus
2: yards. Terrible. I just thought of a conspiracy theory. Oh, God. You guys think that LeBron James has a really bad hairline because of all the years of wearing the headband rubbing his hairline away?
1: It's not a conspiracy theory.
2: <laughs> no. Is that why here?
1: LeBron James is part of the Illuminati. <laughs> he drinks Adrenochrome to stay young. <laughs> Perfect. Hashtag Secret Out. Make sure to tune in Monday, hopefully. <laughs> um, but until then, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler? I'm Mark. She
2: washable.
0: Nope. Matt. Sometimes. Mass. And uh the Red of a Red Baron. Right, 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 right.